We talk a lot on this podcast about independent artists developing their careers and turning music into a full-time gig instead of just a hobby. One aspect that we don't discuss enough is the financial side of things. I'm not an expert in that department, but here's a guy who is. Trevor Fisher of Way to Wealth Management is a local certified financial planner who can help you start planning your financial independence. Although Trevor was recommended to me by some local musicians and past guests on the show, he can also help young people plan for their financial future, help those close to retirement map out their next steps, get young families on the road to success, and more. Call Trevor at 204-471-3011 or email him at trevor at way2wealth.ca to get your finances on the right track today. All mutual funds provided through Fundex Investments Incorporated. Hey folks, this episode is my conversation with local singer-songer Whitebeard, who has a solo career as an Americana-tinged artist while simultaneously fronting an ACDC tribute act. So it's about as, as diverse as you can imagine. Both of those bands, both of those projects, are completely on the opposite end of the scale from each other. But he manages to balance both of them, as well as a third project. And we talk about his new album, which is called Plaid is the New Black, as well as his experience recording in Nashville, his plans for the future, being told he's too old to be doing this, but doing it anyway, and a lot more. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! All right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. This is uh, the first time I've been in a uh, real estate brokerage, I think. I mean, I, I end up anywhere from, you know, people's cars to jam spaces to rooftops to backyards. But yeah, it's, it's always something new, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it's quiet here on a, on a late night. Definitely, so definitely. Yeah. So I, I think that maybe the best way to get started um, with you is just to, because uh, I, I don't know too much about you. I've heard right. your music online. And yeah. the reason I became interested in the first place is just seeing your album at the store at Sunrise Records. Oh, cool. And, you know, I work near the mall, yeah. so I go in the mall often and mm-hmm. check out the local section as, you know, my yeah, address yeah. is obviously there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, who's this guy? And then so I went back home and listened to some of it and I was like, oh, this is cool. Oh, and nice. I looked you up online and stuff and I thought maybe uh, you probably have an interesting story. So <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I think it's interesting. Yeah, I was, uh, I played a lot when I was younger. I had a 22-year gap between gigs. Oh, really? Okay. So I picked it up again and I was in my early 40s. Um, I did a lot of cover band stuff, a lot of bar stuff. Yeah. And then I really got into the writing end of it. I had an album come out in 2009, another one in 2011. I got a little disillusioned for a while, and then I picked it all up again, and I'm gung-ho with writing now. I've got, I've got tons of material. I've cool. been going to Nashville a lot. So. Yeah, I saw that on your Instagram. That's yeah. very cool, yeah. So it, I guess like just to, to kind of frame where you're coming from musically, how do you define what it is you do? I mean, if someone says, oh, hey, I hear you play music, what's the mm-hmm. kind of... Cole's notes, easy way to... Yeah, You know, I actually have, have two personas. So the one is um, the, the white beard. The white beard, yeah. The white which beard, is... where it's my original stuff. I Like, say, I it's it's my passion. I love writing. I love recording. I've, I've done a lot of stuff down in Nashville. met a lot of connections. I've yeah. done a lot of writing down there. My other persona is, is a lot of people in town know me. I'm the I'm the front man for a, an ACDC, ACDC tri- yeah, tribute yeah, band. Yeah, yeah. I read that, and I thought that was interesting. Yeah, yeah so I do both those things. They don't, uh, they don't cross over very well because my music isn't ACDC-like sure, at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. 
but uh, and even the vocal style yeah. of your own Whitebeard stuff is, is very it's different. Not, yeah, right, yeah. exactly. So it's it's kind of interesting that they're so different, but it's kind of neat to have the two personas. And, yeah, yeah, and you know we get to do a lot of cool things with the ACDC tribute band that I we wouldn't necessarily get to do as sure. starting out as a as a solo artist. Just in terms of size of shows, and size of shows yeah. and, and opportunities. Yeah, okay. Okay. they're different. They're totally different opportunities. Yeah. yeah. So maybe just focusing on the the Whitebeard stuff. Sure. Do yep. you, you consider that to be country folk? What what you have to pigeonhole? <laughs> I know it sucks, right? It's a terrible yeah. question because no one wants to fit themselves yeah. in categories, but you kind of have yeah. to these days right yeah no I, I i totally get that my second album came out and it was all over the map like i had heavy metal songs on there i had piano songs and in in the gap between that one 2011 and the new one which came out in 2019 um i decided to try to kind of mold it a little bit closer so i i like the kind of the elvis costello acoustic sure. guitar, a lot of acoustic guitar stuff um i've been compared to tom petty bruce springsteen yeah, elvis yeah. Costello, those kind of things beatles, so the americana a lot of beatles kind of, yeah 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 i i was i never thought of myself as a country guy but because i recorded some of the songs in nashville yeah it, some of the the nashville guys the session guys there it does have a, some of it has a country tinge to it so i actually got on the spotify editorial country playlist which okay. was huge for for getting streams I bet, yeah, yeah. so it was good for i got a lot of a lot of uh momentum off of that okay okay so what um i mean with the two different personas mm -hmm. do you kind of split your time evenly between the two of them or is um the, the whole on angus thing is, is often more summer stuff bigger bigger festivals, festivals and things yeah. Like, yeah um we do do stuff year round but um i'm getting more and more uh, i'm really focusing more on my own stuff lately okay. a lot a lot of time writing so how did the Nashville thing come about? Like, um, I mean, you know, a lot of people visit there, right? But yeah. you're actually doing recordings. And uh, there's there. a there's a drummer from Winnipeg. There. His name's Kirk Kirk Boer, and he is um, uh, he's been living there for 12 years. And uh, I met him at a party here years ago, and I was going down there just to check it out. And I stayed at his house, and he he knows he has tons of connections there. He introduced me to a lot of people, and um, you know, I've made some some really great connections there in terms of. Uh, uh, writing partners and okay. um he produced the four songs on the last album he produced four of them and i had four of them there and four of them here oh, so cool. okay. it was okay. kind of a mix had you had you spent a lot of time down there in the past or was this sort of a no, whim to no it hadn't but in the last year and a half i've probably been down there for 12 weeks oh, 10 wow. weeks okay. yeah That's so quite, quite a bit, bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and is it easy i mean i know i know nashville has a reputation for music right i mean yeah. it's, it's it's the especially for country yeah and did you have any kind of as someone from outside, were, were there any difficulties getting what you needed done done there, or was it uh, like is, is there a kind of a barrier to entry if you're not from there? Yeah, you know, I learned a lot. Like I, I every trip that I go now, it's more sick. I get more done because I have more connections and, sure. I, and I know what to do. I kind of again, I it's the dual persona. Uh, during the day, I write with somebody, or else I record something, or I edit something and at night i go downtown and a lot of the bands downtown know me as the acdc guy okay, so they'll okay. call me up on stage and i'll do a couple acdc songs with them and then the people from the crowd are kind of curious about me then i hook them up with my whitebeard stuff so okay okay it's kind of uh I, again it's, it's similar to here i do both the things yeah. and, and you know i'm trying to get draw people in with uh, uh the the more i guess popular crowd yeah the thing yeah. That they know already yeah. and then yeah, yeah yeah exactly what would you say is kind of the main inspiration for your your solo music um, you know, I, I've always liked, I used, I used to, I mean, I, I've, I've written short stories in the past. Okay. I've always liked to create. Um, I say I got a little disillusioned after the 2011 album, just, you know, thinking, uh, you know, it was, it's just a tough grind. Yeah. yeah. And then, but I got really re-inspired by a couple things. There is a, there's an artist out of New York. Her name is Jamie. 
and she, um, I, I just heard her on Coffee House Radio, and I just went to her site, and every song she did hit me in a way, and I thought, wow, she really inspired me to cool. write again. There's a guy also named C6 Steve, and he's, I think he's mid-70s, and he, he, uh, he, um, didn't hit until he was like he was just an obscure musician his whole life and then in, in the middle 60s he just oh, cool. caught on and he's he's huge in europe he's not very big here he's from san diego okay but you know just those two things the the, the wanting to write again and seeing that you know i'm i always thought oh, i'm getting too old but yeah, yeah you know what yeah. you get you, you only live once so you got to do it right? yeah well so. it's, it's often pretty cool too when you find someone like that who's who's yeah. been doing it plugging away in the background for, for yeah. decades and then suddenly something hits right yeah. it works and yeah. yeah yeah that's cool
ever say that you love me But you won't say that you don't As far as playing shows here mm-hmm. and just getting an audience here in Winnipeg does the the whole uh, the the Angus thing does it um does it help or in terms of getting the type of shows you want for your solo stuff because they're totally totally different right um well like it they it does in, in that people know who I am sure and there are people that are music lovers and not just ACDC lovers that'll come to both there's, there's sure. lots of people that come to both my both my shows I actually have a third band I do a acoustic duo with a guy named Randy Bergman we're okay. called Strum and Strummer okay and he'll we'll mix some of my own songs in and then he play he's uh he's he's really great and helped me out with that so I kind of that's kind of the middle ground between the two. And yeah. It just gets you out. You want to keep sharp. You want to keep playing just course, so that yeah. you don't lose your chops. So, and I do a lot of that too. I guess maybe what I was getting at with that question is that Winnipeg, as I'm sure you know, has, has a very, very strong, um, they like the rock and roll mm-hmm. and they also really like the roots, folk, mm-hmm. country, bluegrass, anything with those kind of vibes in it, right? right? And there's a very strong community of artists who do folk, who do singer-songwriter stuff. Mm-hmm. Are you kind of involved in that scene at all, or are you more from because of your history, background on the rock stuff? Yeah, I, you know, I'm not. I, I, I do some stuff with Manitoba music, um, yeah. but I just haven't really uh, done much with, like, I know the, the, the Rami Mays and yeah, the, yeah, and the, the whole Land, crowd, the Landreth right? Brothers. Yeah. I haven't really infiltrated that, that circle yet, um, uh, but I sure like to. Like, I mean, I, I go listen, and I've played a couple shows at the Goodwill, and, okay. and you do that stuff, but... Uh, I'm not really entrenched with that group yet. Okay. How, how is it, is there any difficulty being an older artist to kind of fit in with some of, I mean, you know, there's there's people playing probably similar styles to you who are 20, right? right? Mm-hmm. I mean, have you had any struggles with that or are people usually fairly accepting? I would say that's probably the thing that holds me the back most yeah. in Winnipeg for the original artist stuff is that I am, like even the Manitoba music, I mean, I had one of the guys there just tell me flat out he, he was uh, a manager. He said, you know, too old. Like, really? I want I want young and I want... You know, they want the look and the and yeah. beside not just the sound. You got it, but so but in Nashville, when I go down there, I play. I can play showcases. I can play lots of of, uh, of uh, writers rounds. Okay. And in Nashville, I'm you know I'm not old there at all. There's a lot there's, of guys who are your lot, age and yeah. older. I bet. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So you don't even they don't even think of you as old there. Yeah. So it's it's a little easier for the original stuff there. And you know, to be quite quite honest, I, I'm, I get so busy with the uh, acoustic duo and the Angus that I don't have a lot of extra time to just. Yeah, you know, if I really worked it, I probably could fit in or, or get into that circle. Yeah, no, that's cool. It's it's yeah, because it's uh, Winnipeg definitely that kind of stuff. There's there's an appetite for it mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. Do you think that there's have you noticed kind of a maybe in your own music or anyone else from from here? I often wonder what Winnipeg's sound is, and I know there's so much stuff in Winnipeg from mm-hmm. hip hop to dance music to country to punk rock to everything. But like, do you think that Winnipeg has a a flavor to it that maybe you don't hear in Nashville or something different? that is being done here that maybe has its own accent to it, you know? Um, I would, if there is, I don't know it. I'm not, like I said, I'm not aware enough of yeah. what's going on here to say that. I well, certainly, even with your own music, though, do you think yeah. there's something that comes out when you're playing a showcase with a bunch of other songwriters in Nashville, is there something Canadian or something Manitoban about you that maybe seeps through? Mm, I, you know, I... I'll, all my songs are personal. They, they, I mean, I've done some co-writes now where I've, I've even done songs for other people's lyrics okay, so okay, cool. that's changed a bit but up until the last eight or ten songs that i've done i have my whole catalog was just personal stuff so to me it was all uh, i don't i mean obviously there must be some kind of winnipeg tinge because I've, yeah. I've lived my whole life here yeah, so yeah i have no other uh, uh frame of reference sure sure um but i you know and and 
it was really funny because when the album came out, um, I, I, one of the companies that I worked with, they did a really good job of getting it out and getting a lot of reviews. And they often called me experimental. And I okay. I found that quite weird because I think I'm, you know, if I'm verse, chorus, bridge sometimes. Pretty straight ahead, and yeah, yeah. I, you know, I go back to the Beatles. I lose a lot of that. I think I'm kind of formula, if anything else. And they kept talking about the experimental and he huh. did this. And so I, I know, kind of interesting. I'm just curious what their perspective is. Yeah. So Did you figure out what they were calling experimental? Um, well, you know, probably the one song that got the most, uh, the one that got the most hits was a song called Paris. And, and it was a song written about what I think it would be like if I could go to Paris and write a song yeah, there. Yeah, okay, I listened to the song. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and I incorporated some acoustic, uh, some accordion into it, Sure. and it had a little bit of a, and it was a 3-4 time signature, which I never do. Yeah, so yeah. it was a little, actually it was out of my normal realm, so um, maybe that was it. I think the fact that it merged, uh, you know, uh, acoustic, uh, like the folk sound with the, with the accordion, yeah. and uh, that might have been what why they went there with that. Okay, so how was this, um, I mean, Based on all those reviews that you got from this record, how has it been received? Have you been pretty positive? Uh... Really good. Yeah, um, there's a there's a place in Minneapolis called Tinderbox Records, and they contacted me, and they're they're doing a lot of sync licensing for okay. TV shows. Oh, cool. and yeah, he, he actually, I just talked to him today. He expects that we'll have something really soon nice. on TV, so that's that's great. Um, they're looking; they're more and more willing to to work with me. I'm not on their roster as a full artist yet, but that's where I'm headed. I hope. Cool. And, yeah. and he's uh, he I'm uh, doing some more recording for them and. And they've been a real. They've been really helping push me out in the states. Like cool. I got, I charted for I think ten weeks in a row on the, on the NACC charts. So that cool. was good. So is there? Do you have a desire to kind of spread what you're doing in the states? Like I mean, go beyond Nashville and yeah. visit some of these towns that you know. I'm at, I I just want to play. So if I yeah. you know if I could get on a bill as a, as an opener for, for any artist, you know, I'd be willing to go anywhere and do anything. Yeah. Like I'm I'm totally open minded. I have. You know my schedule. I'm just all about music now. Um, I've made good friends with a band called Nice Horse. They're out of Calgary, an all-girl country band. Oh, cool! And they're they're fantastic. And and you know, hope you know if they hit, maybe I can talk them into letting me open a few shows yeah, for yeah, them. Yeah. But uh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah.
the ACDC thing. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, I heard today that they're putting out a new album. <laughs> yeah, and they're getting they're back now. There, there's been rumors yeah. about that for a long time. No, they announced so. it today. Oh, they, they, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is kind of so. How how did you get into that? Like, you must be a diehard fan, right? To... You know, I'm really not. Uh, it's a funny story. I was in Australia. My we my wife uh, took our kids to school when they were young, and she went around the world, and we spent ten weeks in Australia. And I would sing every Friday night. I'd go down and sing karaoke. I okay. I hadn't I hadn't played in a band in probably twenty years or close to twenty years. And every week I, I'd go down and we'd, I'd do Nickelback or Elton John or sure. something like that. And then sure. one day I'd say, I'm going to try an ACDC song. And all the years that I'd played before, I'd never done an ACDC song. Because we, we were a three-piece. I was a singing right. drummer. And yeah, be hard you to can't do, do ACDC with a three-piece. So um, I, I did TNT and I sang the first line. And I had thought that the woman who was running it left the vocals on. And I said to her, turn the vocals off. Yeah. And she says, that's you. I go, that's me? Yeah. And it, I found out it's just a fluke. I just have a very similar... Uh, voice print to him, I guess, and I and people they know every week. There people would then come on and do the ACDC stuff. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. And I came back to town and uh, I started doing it. And one of our bands, like we did a lot of ACDC, and they said, "We just got to go tribute. The, the sounds good. My our guitar player is great, yeah. and and everything went great from there." So, well, that's a just, massive fan base for that band too, all oh, over the world, right? So, yeah, yeah. You know what? And it's it's ages five to seventy. Sure, like it's sure. everybody knows ACDC. Yeah, yeah. Is it hard? I mean, is that kind of your natural range? Because that guy sings pretty high right I mean, yeah it's it's it is i don't know if it's my natural range i obviously like you said this the solo stuff i don't really go there with yeah that. i wouldn't I, put the, I'm, make I'm the a, connection if i hadn't read that you were in both yeah right? yeah. yeah but so i i know when i'm whenever i do it whenever i'm playing in a cover band i try to sound like the song i'm singing sure and so sense, it, yeah. it's well, i guess if i was doing a solo song and i wanted to write one like that it probably could yeah, and yeah. go there, um, but I, I just don't. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a similar voice print, I think. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, have you like since doing this? Have you become a big ACDC fan, or are you? You know, I have. I mean, I, I'm not saying I wasn't. You got all the songs, right? Yeah, well, yeah. I wasn't. Uh, I'm not saying I wasn't an yeah. ACDC fan. They weren't my favorite band, mm-hmm. but I always liked them a lot. Um, now I just it, it's, it's it's a double edged sword. Like I know so much about the band now. I've done a lot of reading up on it. Sure, we've done almost everything off the Bon Scott catalog. Okay. Almost every song. So I, I know the stuff inside and out. You know, we we do Highway to Hell. It's our closer, and it's our it's our soundcheck songs. We do that twice okay. every time we play. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean all this stuff like the back of my hand. But it's 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 uh, yeah. I you know I'm I'm just they they were they made it so simple but so good. I yeah. mean, their stuff is all so similar, but yet it's all unique enough that you know the difference between uh, Highway to Hell and uh, For Those About to Rock. You know, sure. They, they were really... Yeah, and the, the, the stereotype on them is they only have one song, but that song yeah. is very well, very good at what it does, right? It does, yeah. Yeah, yeah. My favorite quote from Angus Young is, uh, people say we have 17 albums that sound the same, which really makes me mad because we have 19 albums that all sound the same. So. <laughs> Has that... Tribute band ever recorded any of those, or is it just strictly a live thing? We just strictly. We did a couple very early on. Um, yeah. I don't even know where they are now. But we did about four songs. Okay. But we generally just uh, there's tons of video of us. Everyone takes it. And then, sure. Yeah. You know, it goes I, online. Yeah. And, yeah. It's out there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but it's it's mostly it's a live act. It's a tribute show. So. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, tribute yeah. shows are really there's mm-hmm. not much point in recording it because the real thing already exists. Right. There, right? Yeah. yeah. You mentioned earlier that on one of your other solo albums you had. A different sound where it was more, you know, full band and things like that. Yeah. Have you, is that something you want to do again? Or are you content just doing kind of a solo acoustic sort of? I kind of, I kind of think I've found a, a, I wouldn't say it's a AC, like a formula like ACDC, but I kind of have a sound that I like. Yeah. It's uh, like I see, it's kind of crossing between, uh, you know, Bruce Springsteen, Elvis Costello, Elton John. Sure. It's that kind of that, 
um, yeah, an Americana feel to yeah, it. Yeah. John Cougar. Sure, uh, yeah, and, okay, and yeah, come, yeah. I mean, the acoustic guitar is the main instrument usually. And, you know, we, you add the flavor with, uh, with, the, with the keyboards and yeah. the other stuff. But, yeah, yeah that's kind of what I'm trying to stick to now. Well, a lot of those guys are versatile, too, where they can play yeah. acoustic or they can play with a full band. And oh, yeah. It gives the song kind of a different, yeah. Yeah. different vibe, yeah. And I guess being an acoustic act, too, it makes it easier for you to play shows because you're not lugging around yeah. the whole band full of... Yeah. I mean, I just found out today I got to ch- I'll probably get to play South by Southwest, not this year, oh, but wow. next year. Okay. So well, that's I'm huge, gonna, yeah. Yeah, so it gives me 14 months to figure out if I want to do it as a two-stick <laughs> or if I want to get it. I probably will go with full band there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So with the kind of like the time you've been doing this, I know you mentioned there was a hiatus for, for quite, yeah. quite a long time, but how how many of your older songs are still in your in your set? Like, are you still playing songs from when you first started doing yep. solos? Yeah, there's a song of the first album that that when we do a, a Whitebeard show, it, it's usually the closer. It's a rocker. Okay. Um, and that probably has the, the Bon Scott sound to it. More than the uh, rest of it. The rest yeah. of it, yeah. yeah. That one is... Uh, it was one of the very first songs I ever wrote, actually, and that one it, it's just a it's just a good rock song. Yeah, and and it, it goes over well. Do you feel that? I mean, obviously your songwriting I'm sure has changed over the years, mm-hmm. and you know matured and, and gone in yeah. different directions. Oh, for sure. Do you ever get bored of those old songs? Do you ever feel like you've kind of moved too far past them, or are they still in the same wheelhouse as? No, you know it's it's. I mean, I think some of them would you know are very similar to what I'm doing now. Maybe recorded not as well. Sure, um, yeah, yeah. I had less budget then. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously I've learned more about songwriting, about the structure and, and sometimes you come up with something good because you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. You know? yeah. Sometimes you break the conventions and it, it sounds pretty cool. So I know there's a lot of songs that are the old ones that I think are, I still play. Yeah. And what's the, what's sort of the next plan now that now that now you have this, when did this last one come out? It was fairly recently, I guess. April, right? last April. Okay. Yeah. So what's, what's next on the, uh, on the... Um, well, I'm doing two songs. Uh, we're recording two songs in, in three weeks. Okay. Uh, the Tinderbox wants me to have something for the spring to send because I had quite a bit of radio play on the college, and he said you should have something for spring, um, and just send it to every one of them. We'll send yeah. it to every one of them to say thanks for playing. Here's and here's what's coming up on the new album, and I have well, I have lots of material for the new album already. It's just, cool. It's gonna be more of a paring down than anything else. Oh, just like because you have yeah. too much stuff. I got lots of stuff now, and I'll, I'll keep writing. And hopefully, every every time you write, you think it's your best one. So I'll keep doing stuff, yeah. and, and then I'll figure out which ones I want to go on on the album. But, how, uh, how do you decide? How do you decide when you have a whole pile of songs? Sometimes I ask people what they think. Sometimes some are, some are just, you can just tell that they're yeah. they're there. Um, there's one I've had around for a long time, and I, I never intended to record it, but actually this one was going to record because I just I gave it a reggae feel instead of where oh, nice. it was, and it kind of oh, that kind of works. So we're going to do that one in, in three weeks, and another one that I think is one of the strongest ones I've written. That one's coming up. Cool. And, uh, I already have an el- I have an album title. I have... The song that I'm going to write is the same name as the album title. is isn't quite finished yet, but it's uh, going to be called um, "Gunfighters Only Lose Once." It's a good name. Yeah. So cool. And cool. I want to make sure that song that you know it's it's three quarters done. I want to make sure it's it's really where it needs to be yeah, before, before you put record it. it. Yeah. yeah.
before listening to this podcast what's the best way to find out more information about where you're playing shows or to hear your, your albums um, I, you know I'm, I'm really good at posting on Instagram and Facebook when my shows are my Instagram is Whitebeard Music Facebook uh, Whitebeard or Alan Curtis okay uh, it goes under I think it's under Whitebeard so you'll find it there too cool um, yeah I just make sure I have all my shows on social media and uh, that's the best way I have, I have also uh, whitebeardmusic.com and okay. everything's on there too so and as far as actually getting the getting the, the albums I mean like I said I saw, yep. I saw it at a record store you can get them there obviously yeah there's links to the CD Baby store that's yes. where everything goes at a CD Baby or else you can get it all on iTunes anywhere anywhere that sells it you can okay. get it now so. and, and then it shows I imagine is the best place to yeah. do it yeah mm-hmm. cool and then do you have any shows coming up in the relatively near future um, I don't um, I've been we've been focusing on getting these songs ready for the, for the studio and like up until the day we recorded I'll be um, I'll be editing lyrics I can once it's it's not final till it's recorded so sure yeah yeah I'll, I'll, I'm, that's what my focus is for next few weeks okay I awesome. do a couple I do a, um, a, a it's called Studio Central Cafe I do it at once a month on Thursdays it's uh it's for an organization that does a lot of it's a volunteer thing. I okay. do that and I play there. And I got a, we got a couple of private shows coming up. Cool. That's what. It, do you now. do a lot of like house shows and things like that? Yeah, we do uh, with with the acoustic duo. A um, lot of you know the music that we do, like the fiftieth the fiftieth birthdays, the twenty fifth anniversaries. Yeah, like yeah. That's exactly what they want to hear. So we get lots of that. And every time we get we do one, we get two more out of that one. So, yeah, I believe it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're 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 a lot of fun. A little less, uh, a little yeah. lower key, but they're fun. I like I like house shows as a as a listener yeah. better than anywhere other yeah. setting because yeah. it's just so much more intimate than you. Yeah. yeah, and every fall we do a big I do a big uh, fundraiser for diabetes. My son, okay. the diabetic son, and and I've been doing that for a few years now. And every year we seem to be able to raise more money. We do it as a house concert, cool. with limited tickets, and we charge a fair buck, and we provide food and drink, and it's it's a it's a fun time. Cool. When does that happen? It's in October. I'm not sure the exact date yet. We haven't set it for this year, but it's usually middle October somewhere. Cool. Okay, yeah, well, people should check out your uh, your social media and the mm-hmm. website, and, right. and then all whatever streaming source you can use to get music, sure. or go to the store, or go to the yeah, show. Yeah, it's everywhere, yeah. Buy an album. Uh, if you want to hear more episodes of this show, you can go to witchpolice.com. All 450-some episodes are there for free download and streaming. Uh, you can also tune in on Sundays at midnight on 101.5 UMFM, and those are older episodes that kind of get a second wind a few months later, so it comes out in podcast form soon, and then uh, they're a little bit behind on the catalog, so oh, cool. you know, give it three or four months and suddenly it, it's on at midnight on a Sunday, so yeah. if someone's listening then, when, uh, maybe you got some new stuff out already, right? Yeah, so. yeah. Well, I'm on beer for breakfast quite regularly. Right on, yeah, 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 he, yeah. I know Bruce pretty. He's a, he's one of the greatest oh, promoters man, of Winnipeg music. There for sure. Be. He's he's so awesome. So I I've had him on show. my show twice just to talk about what he does for the music scene. He's, he's yeah. the expert. He knows everything yeah. with everything, so yeah. he's Good the guy. guy. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah, thanks for having me. It's an interesting conversation. That was great, yeah. Right on. 